Good morning, good evening, good night, whenever you're listening to this podcast. It doesn't really matter, as long as you're listening to it. That's all that does matter, and we thank you for that. They can't hear a cheers. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) I am your host, David, and your co-host, Nikki, as usual, and we are with you today on your ride to or from work or whatever you're doing listening to it, too. We just thank you for listening to it. Maybe they're working out at the gym. Maybe. Who knows? They very well could be. But they're listening to what the podcast, and that's all that really matters. Yeah, this so is true. We're going to kick things off with some celebrity birthdays. And since we wasn't with you last week, we got September the 4th and September the 11th. Yep. So let's kick it off with some celebrity birthdays. All right, so we're back after that. Brief little Havana interruption. (laughs) I like that jingle. And we're doing some celebrity birthdays. We'll start off with September the 4th, famousbirthdays.com. And I'll kick things off with Beyonce. She has a birthday. If you don't know who that is, you've been living under a rock. So we got Beyonce Knowles, born September the 4th. And next we have Damon Wayans, and he is part of the the, the Wayans brothers. And you know, personally, I remember him as Major Payne because he was freaking hilarious in that movie. Yes, he was. And we mm-hmm. also have Wes Bentley, another actor. Never heard of him. He was the cop from Hotel. Oh, okay. So you have heard of him. He was also the serial killer from Hotel then. Yeah, and he was also the, um, oh, what? Uh, he was like the main demon in Ghost Rider. Oh, yeah, he was in that, wasn't he? Yep. All right, next we have... Dick York. He was Darren from Bewitched. All right, yeah, he was, wasn't he, for a while, and then they switched people. I believe on I that. don't know. I just, that's where I knew him from. So. Okay, we have Jason David Frank. He was the green and white Power Ranger, apparently. Yeah. Tommy. And he's also a mixed martial artist? Yes, he is. Okay. Um, Drew Penske is Dr. Drew. Yeah, everybody's heard of Drew. Dr. Drew. You know, uh, but uh, originally, you know, him and uh, Adam Curl is, you know, love line. <laughs> we, that, was, that, was, that was fun. <laughs> we have Lacey Sturm, former lead singer of Flyleaf. Denny Warsnop from Asking Alexandria. I thought that said Worship at first. I'm nope. like, somebody's last name is Worship. And they are killer love. Asking Alexandria. Yes. Okay. And we also have Xavier Woods, WWE superstar. They don't go by wrestler no more. They're wrestlers. I don't care. That's what they do. They are still professional wrestlers. That's their title. And for today, September 11th, if you're born on today, you'll always remember September the 11th. Yeah. Yes. We do thank all the first responders that was there on that day, and we'll never forget what they did. Yep. So, September the 11th, we have Tyler Hoechlin, actor. 
<laughs> Otherwise, it's Superman from Lois and Superman. Yes. Um, Ludacris. And if you don't know who that is... He's you, a rapper. You're living under a rock. Scott Patterson from the Gilmore Girls. He was Luke Danes. Um, Paul Heyman. He was more of a manager, wasn't he? I gave the description as it was listed. Wrestler. Wrestler. And Harry Connick Jr., pop singer. Or I think he's still doing American Idol, I think. Harry Connick Jr.? Yeah. I think he's a host on there. All right. Luke Bryan and I think it's Katy Perry. I don't know anymore. And if your birthday was on September the 4th or September the 11th and you wasn't on our list, that's because we have no idea who you are. <laughs> Pretty much. So, happy birthday to everybody who had a birthday on September 4th and September the 11th. Even if you're listening to this and you, you're nobody at all, but you are somebody if you're listening. So, that counts. Happy birthday, right? Yep. All right. Happy, happy birthday. We'll go on and do some music history for September the 4th and September the 11th now. So, stick around for that. And we're back after that rock rip. Do, 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 do. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, no. Um, okay, this is music history for September the 4th. Brought to you by? Onethisday.com. Oh, okay. I always go to musichistory.com or something like that. I, I don't, don't know. I went to a bunch of different um, history sites, and on this day was had the, the best. best out of all. Like some of them was like hit or miss. Some of the stuff wasn't even on there. Because it's the best of the best of the best, sir. You know what that was from? <laughs> I probably do, but not off the top of my head. I'm tired. Men in Black. <laughs> All right. In 1948, Angel and the Wings closes at the Coronet Theater in New York City after 308 performances. Okay. Do you know who they are? No. You just thought that was a nice number? Yeah. 308? Yeah. All right. In 1962, Beatles record How Do You Do It at EMI. In 1965, the Beatles single, Help, goes to number one and stays at number one for three weeks. Three weeks. <laughs> As, let's see, also in 1965, rock group The Who's Van is vandalized with $10,000 in equipment stolen. So it was more than vandalized, it was burgled. Mm-hmm. In 1970... Russian ballerina Natalia Markova defects to the West while on tour with the Cure of Ballet in London and is granted political asylum. Okay. I thought that was kind of cool. In 1977, this is the last one for September 4th. In 1977, Godspell closes at Broadhurst Theater, New York City after 527 performances. Yay, Godspell. 
Moving on to September the 11th, still brought to you by OnThisDay.com. In 1951, Igor Stravinsky's opera, The Rake's Progress, by W.H. Auden and Chester Common premieres at the Teatro La Fenice in Venice, Italy. My favorite opera right there. You have no clue what that is. Oh, the Rake's Progress is beautiful. If you could see his face, you could totally <laughs> tell that he's lying. What's my favorite opera? Phantom of the Opera. Absolutely, and that's a rock opera, and that's a good one. It's a rock opera, I guess. I wouldn't actually call it a rock opera. It's been reconstructed a lot. In 1959, composer and band leader Duke Ellington wins NAACP's Springarn, Springarn Medal for his musical achievements. What's the Springarn Medal? I don't know. I don't know neither. But he won it. Yeah, so kudos. Um... Oh, 1962, Beatles record, Love Me Do, P.S. I Love You, and a slow version of Please Please Me with Andy White on drums. And in 1964, George Harrison forms More New York Limited Music Publishing Company. <laughs> in 1965, on September 11th, Beatles Help album goes to number one. Oh, it stays there for nine weeks. Okay. <laughs> the single help went for three weeks in 1965 the and album 1965 the album goes number one and stays there for nine weeks yeah okay in 1967 Beatles magical mystery bus driven around England okay <laughs> is that kind of like the mystery machine I have no clue it's a mystery I, bus I really don't know magical mystery look. bus you know why everything was magical to the Beatles, right? Yeah, because they were tripping. Yes, it was all magical back then. <laughs> the yeah. Beatles had a lot of magic. Yep, they did. So let's go do some weird news. Shall we? Sure. All right. Why not? Stick around for weird news. Weird news brought to you by UPI.com. Sea lion jumps into boat. A pair of boaters off the British Columbia coast received a shock when their small vessel was nearly capsized by a sea lion fleeing from killer whales. Ernest and Viesia <coughs> Godic said they cut their engine when they spotted a trio of killer whales near their boat while fishing at Petter Bay near Victoria. So a sea lion actually jumped into their boat. <laughs> They're surprised their boat didn't get eaten by the whales. <laughs> hey, man, if I had a killer whale chasing me, I'm going to jump into a boat, too. Probably. Wouldn't it? I mean, that's, you know. So, I mean, yeah, I can't say that I blame the little guy. Yep, jump into a boat whenever you're being chased by killer whales. That is some good advice for anybody. Listen, if you're listening to this and you're being chased by killer whales, jump into a boat. If there's one nearby. What if there's not one nearby? You run like... Via. Uh, no, you run like... Um, oh, from the toy? Yeah. Richard Pryor? Richard Pryor. I cannot think of his name. I'm sitting here trying to... You walk run. on water. Yep. That's what you do. <laughs> and Godspeed to you. Um, our next one 
is Das Bill Turns Highway Pink. Ooh. Um, a stretch of highway in South Carolina was temporarily colored pink when clothing dye spilled from the back of a trailer involved in a crash. Spartanburg County Emergency Management said that the trailer carrying clothing dye was involved in a crash Tuesday on ice Interstate 85 between Highway 129 and Highway 29. Yes. You know, the funny thing about that is there's certain towns where the roads are pink anyway. Yeah, there's some. They have like a pink tint to them. I know there's a town in Ohio that's like that. Yeah, the roads look almost pink when you're driving on them. Could be because of the, the type of like stuff that they use to pave with too. And like the sealant and stuff like that. <laughs> Could be. Number three. 298 cannonballs in the pool for world record. A Belgium resort broke a Guinness world record when 298 people did cannonball dives into its Olympic-sized swimming pool at the same time. Okay, 298 people all jumped synchronizingly into a swimming pool. Was there any water left? That's what I'm wondering. At the same <laughs> time. And they all did cannonballs. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. I, I don't know. But I don't think there was any water left after that. This next one's a good story. <laughs> all right. 91 and going skydiving. Oh, you, you better than I am. Um, a Minnesota woman celebrated her upcoming 91st birthday by going skydiving for the first time. Ida Shannon, who turns 91 later this month, said her skydiving plan began when her friends from Heights Church in Columbia Heights asked how she was going to celebrate her 90th birthday after she impressed the congregation by going ziplining for her 80th. Yeah. Go, Ida. <laughs> Absolutely. Get it, girl. She went ziplining on her 80th birthday, and now she's turning 91, and she's going skydiving. I've always wanted to go skydiving. Yet, yeah, no. No, no. No. I think no. it would be fun to just fly like Superman. No. I, I told him that if he wanted to go skydiving, I would go up in the plane with him, but I would land with the plane. I'm not going to, I'm not jumping out of a plane. I just, it's not See, happening. It's never going to happen. The bad thing about it is when you go skydiving... For, like, inexperienced people, just to go say, hey, I'm going skydiving, you have to be attached to somebody. Not necessarily. That would they suck. Don't. You would... have the right to request that you go by yourself, just hope that you know your what you're doing. Opens. My luck, it would be like a goofy cartoon whenever he pulled open to shoot all kinds of pots and pans and camping gear come flying out of his backpack. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah. Anyway. All right. But I have to, I, I'm still going back to, to Miss Ida there. Way to go, girlfriend. You you do your thing. <laughs> I clap for you because that no. No no. That that's not for me. We got a sea lion jumping into a boat. We got a highway turning pink. We got two hundred and ninety eight cannonballs into a pool and we got a ninety one year old going skydiving. I think we hit the nail on the head for weird news this week. I think so. Uh, that's pretty good. <laughs> But I think it's really funny because the guy at work, literally, the other night, 
said that he got confused on Route 50 and said that he was in, like, Charleston, South Carolina on Interstate 85, and then you bring it up. <laughs> Interstate 85 between Highway 129 and Highway 29. Yep. Anyway, our picks today are our favorite horror movies. Now, mine, your guys might laugh at a little bit because they're not really horror movies. But they are horror movies. They're classified as horror movies, and they are movies that I really like. Well, see, we're kind of doing... He's using the favorites. But me, I'm kind of going with the best. And the best to me are movies that, like, scare the pants off out of... Like, literally terrify you. And that that's what I'm doing. Like, these... Yeah. So we're kind of on different sides, but it's still the horror genre, as you know, because it's, you know, the first day of Halloween was September 1st anyway, so. Right? All right. So let's, we'll be <laughs> right back. Stick around because you're about to hear some good movies. You might want to check some of these out if you've never seen them. Welcome Dun. back, y'all. Dun, dun, dun. Oh no. Mm -hmm. Oh no. What? No. <laughs> oh no. Oh well. All that brings me back to is the, the, the shark. That's okay. I swam a lot. Jaws. Um. Made that fat kid on a raft earlier today. <laughs> It's okay. I swear. <laughs> I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna eat that hair leg. <laughs> dun dun. <laughs> dun dun. Alright, back to topic here. We're doing the best horror films. Favorite horror films. Favorite horror films, okay. I'm gonna go first because this one here, my first pick is probably hands down one of my most favorite movies of all time. And he still, to this day, loves this movie. I loved it since I was a little kid. It's a kid's horror film. But it is technically horror because it has all your classic monsters in it. Dracula's there. The Creature from the Black Lagoon is there. Frankenstein's monster is there. The Wolfman's there. The Mummy's there. Did I say Dracula? Yes. Okay. But Dracula's so awesome that you have to mention him twice. Well, the guy that played Dracula did a heck of a good job in this movie. He was. He was a lot. He had a lot of, like, Bela Lugosi's I think that's Dracula. what they modeled it after, yeah. classic horror. Yeah, a lot of Bela Lugosi-type <clears throat> mannerisms. This is definitely classic horror. And it is called The Monster Squad. And if you have not seen this movie, what is wrong with you, go out and find it right now and watch it. It is absolutely phenomenal. Come on. You agree with me. You like this movie. Yes. it's And it's especially, it's cute. It's something that you can watch with your kids. And you do learn something about Wolfman. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, you do. You yes, do you learn do. something about Wolfman by watching this something that not a lot of people know. But I'm not going to spoil also, it. You also learn a little about differences can be deceiving 
Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a lot of morals. Yeah, there actually is a lot of morals in this, especially if you watch it with your kids, especially in today's, you know, it's actually, it, it is a really good movie. And I was raised in a very strict Christian household. My grandfather was an Assemblies of God pastor. My mom raised in church. I was raised in church. And my parents let me watch this movie, so it is very child-friendly. There's only, like, one cuss word at the end of it that I can really remember. No, there's a couple in it. There's a couple in it, but it's not like horrible, horrible bad. Things, the worst but. word I heard in it was the B word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Dracula says that, so it's excusable. Because Dracula's not a Christian. <laughs> so, what's your number one pick? My number one, I guess, if we're going for favorites, you know what that is it's Halloween. Halloween. John with. Carpenter's Halloween. Not Rob Zombies. Not Rob Zombies. Not the the trilogy that's going on, even though it's loosely based on. I don't know necessarily if I don't think. What's the peanut butter on the penis one? Is that Halloween Kills? No. Okay. It's Halloween. That's the first one in this set. Okay, because I saw Halloween Kills today at the Family Dollar. And it was $19 or something like that. And the first thing that popped in my head was, oh, man, I got peanut butter on my penis. But I couldn't remember if that was the right movie or not. No, I don't we? I might not have. I've never seen Halloween Kills. You went to the movies to see it. No, I saw Halloween Kills on Peacock. I saw. I watched it. We watched the very first one, the 2019 or 2018 Mm -hmm. Halloween. That was 2018. We watched it together because you wanted me to see the peanut wanted, butter joke. Yeah, but me and Beth Ann went to the movies yeah. when it was released to watch that one. And then and you then, wanted me to watch it with you because you thought the peanut butter joke was hilarious. Yes. And you didn't you didn't even make it through the whole thing. You quit watching it. I don't remember that. You. Hmm. So anyway, but then um, Halloween Kills was on Peacock. I wanted to go to the movies to see it, but... We couldn't. <coughs> I thought you did go see it. And but this one comes out October for the next one, which is Halloween Ends, comes out October fourteenth, and I plan on going. Yes, I'm huge. Like I love Michael Myers, and it's the fact that he doesn't say anything, and he's like, he's super smooth when it comes to transition. Yet he can smash your face with one hand. It's just, it's amazing. Like someone who has that kind of power, but yet you never know he's there. <laughs> and he lets a baby live. No, that aggravated me. And I, I, I know that's going to make a lot of people mad, but he he's never... Discriminated? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Baby, dog, whatever, like, is going to die. If you stand between him and whatever he's after, you gonna die. Well, he left the baby, but he killed the mom. So, or the grandma or whatever. I don't actually remember if it was mom or aunt or grandma or whatever. All I remember is hair curlers and yeah, she pretty freaking dead. If you haven't saw this, spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. 
Anyway, my next pick is probably another one of my favorite movies of all times. I really like this movie. It's got the Corys in it. It's got Kiefer in it. And it is The Lost Boys. If you haven't saw this movie, what rock are you under? Because I think everybody saw The Lost Boys at one point or another. I used this movie actually as one of my favorite soundtracks, didn't I? Mm -hmm. Because Thou Shall Not Kill was just... I mean, it was made for the movie, but it was a good song. Cry Little Sister. Yeah. But anyway, The Lost Boys. It's got amusement parks in it. It's got vampires in it. It's got dirt bike races in it. It's got the Corys in it. Come on. Great movie. And Kiefer Sutherland. That's just the cherry on top. Kiefer made that movie. If it wasn't, like, I'm I, honest to God... Believe not that I'm putting anything past the And he the shared courts. a name with me in the movie. His name was David. Yes, I'm aware. But Kiefer is the reason that that movie has surpassed time. I thought it was because of the Corys. No. And I don't... I, I'll go to my grave with that because I have never seen Kiefer Sutherland in anything that he sucked in. I've never seen a bad movie that the Corys made, neither. All their movies are always good. License to Drive? Come on. Classic. Good movie, but not their greatest. Dream a Little Dream? That one was banging. Great movie. The Lost Boys? Great movie. I mean, the Corys are in some good movies. So, Lost Boys, I got the Monster Squad, and I got the Lost Boys. What's your next one? And this is why I said best horror movies instead of favorites, because this one is definitely not a favorite. It is the only franchise that has truly ever terrified me. And I call it a comedy. Yeah, you call it a comedy. I call it scaring the shit out of me. Oh, come on. We're a family show. <laughs> Edit. <coughs> Nonetheless, it is a Nightmare on Elm Street. Particularly number three in the series. Actually, you can't really call it number three in the series because they made the... The second one, which was a complete and gigantic flop. Yeah, well, they all can't be winners. But now, even, even like, Robert England said that that movie should have never, ever made daylight. Like, it should have been kept in somebody's deep, dark, secret corner of a basement or something. I go back to my favorite line is, at one point in time, somewhere on planet Earth... There were a group of people sitting around a table, and one of them said, Are you sure we want to release this thing? And the other said, Yep, we're going to release it. Somebody said, Are you sure we should release this? <laughs> um, while looking up certain things, um, there is... They released the first one, and... Like, A Nightmare on Arm Street, the 
you know, basically where you never actually see Freddy, where you just kind of, he's kind of in the shadows and kind of That's dark the first and, one. Yeah. And he was only in that movie seven minutes. But they released it originally, and then they had to pull back and do some, like, cutting and editing because it wasn't received real well. Even, like, it was... I, I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was just something along those lines, and I was like, yeah, they should have... Yeah, no. But I will say this, because the man was a genius. Wes Craven, may he rest in peace or whatever he's doing now, um, because he took the one thing that everybody does and literally turned it into a gigantic nightmare. Yeah. Like, he... There was two people like that. One of them was Wes Craven, the other was John Carpenter. Of course. They were both really big horror icons in yes. the movie. Well, yeah. I've got both of them on here, because you've got John Carpenter's Halloween, and you've got Wes Craven's... And you also got... I know it's not on your list, and it's not on mine, but another great horror, John Carpenter's Vampires, was really good. Yeah, but that's... But, moving on, unless you have more to say about Nightmare on Elm Street. No, just that it was absolutely gut-wrenchingly terrifying to me. And I never, like, I still to this day have a fear, like, if I'm at the mall or something and they have, like, an animatronic one, I won't even walk by it. Like, I don't want it to look at me or talk to me or anything, because I'll punch it. My next movie is <laughs> not a child-friendly movie. <laughs> families can watch The Monster Squad. Families can watch The Lost Boys. But families cannot watch Big Bad Wolf. That movie is one of the best werewolf comedy horrors. It is funny in places, but it's also downright terrifying in places. We're talking really uh, bad stuff happens in that movie. Oh yeah, some really, really bad stuff. But if you're an adult and you haven't seen Big Bad Wolf and you like horror movies and you like werewolves, check it out. I think you'll find it gruesomely and good. And if you have age-appropriate children, you could watch it. But, like, you know, if you have upper teens, it would be okay. But that's their judgment. You run your house like you need to, but Brent has seen that movie, so it's age-appropriate. Well, there's nudity in it, there's rape in it, there's foul language in it. Like I said, age-appropriate. Yeah. But it's it's definitely a horror movie. Check it out. It's good. Your next one? Definitely. There's definitely some laughs to be had back. Yeah, there's definitely some laughs. Um, yeah, one of my all-time favorite uh, quotes is actually from that movie. Um, well, blondes in a movie is specifically from that movie. Um, the third one, it was low budget. This was a low budget, but it was actually very... There's a lot of, like, like jump scares. That you're sitting there, and then all of a sudden, something happens. Like, and you just <gasps> kind of thing. And it was Boo. Yeah, that was a good movie. It was uh, 2005. And I've seen this 
movie a handful of times. And it's for a low budget, you know, it, I don't even want to say low budget because it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like a major, like Universal Studios, Dimension, whatever you want to call it, like film, but it was, the, the writing was good. The story, like the, the whole thing as a whole was a good thing. Like if they would have had, you know, bigger names in it, they could have probably did away with some of the, you know, drab stuff in it. But It was a gooey movie. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Lots of goo. Yep. Hit a wall with your arm and your freaking hand explodes into nothing. Goo. Just Goo. Yeah. Lots of goo. Yep. So my next one is, okay, Monster Squad, Lost Boys, Big Bad Wolf, and now I have the remake, not the original, but the remake of Dawn of the Dead. The one with Burt Reynolds and Fat Rosie O'Donnell in it. <laughs> really good movie. It's also got Mackay Pfeiffer in it. So, I don't know. I just know that Burt Reynolds and Fat Rosie O'Donnell's in it. Uh, Mackay Pfeiffer was the dude. Remember his girlfriend was having a baby when they're in the mall or whatever? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. We and have zombie babies. Um, yeah. That was some crazy stuff. <laughs> we also baby. got like a, a Johnny Cash version of Down with a Sickness, but it's not really Johnny Cash. It was just a very twangy type of song that when I actually went to the movies with a friend to see this when it first came out we are sitting in the theater and at the very beginning of the song he says oh shit but it's like very it's very country and you're just like what and you just start laughing because you can't it was like uncontrollable laughter throughout the theater. You know, one thing that I noticed about that movie, and I agree 110% on, with Dawn of the Dead, the zombie apocalypse happens at the beginning of the movie. People yes. are just turning into zombies left and right. Yes. And you get this band of people, not just one band of people, I guess there's multiple bands of people that are trying to go to safety somewhere. Yeah. And they all kind of assemble at a mall. Well, yeah. And I would have to say, if the zombie apocalypse was actually happening, the mall would be the ideal place to go because you'd have clothing, you'd have food, you'd have water, you'd have bathrooms. Yeah, but at the same time... I think the mall's a place doors, to go. A lot of glass doors, but zombies a lot of windows. Are dumb. But they're not. They, they just keep... They just keep putting pressure on it until it busts. That's not dumb. That's they resourceful. Didn't, they didn't get into the mall. Yeah, well, that's because they had people on top taking them off like squirrels. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, different. So what's your next one? I got Dawn um, of the Dead. You've got... Mine is the original Amityville Horror. The original from 1978 or whatever? Nine. 1979? Yes. Okay. I... I love that story. Um, Do you like the remake? Not really. Well, they've remade it 150 times. No, I'm talking about the most recent one, yeah. which was like 2005. No, I'm not a big fan. And um, as, although I like 
Oh my god, why can't I think of his name right now? Will something? No. Oh my god, it's a dude who plays Deadpool. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, it wasn't good. I didn't like it at all. But as for the DeFeo murders that actually went on in that house, like, the story behind that, but actual, the anim, like, um, I've read a lot into it, and, uh, yeah, it's just a good movie. The original was, it was good for me. Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Um. Oh, why was I cutting to call him Will? Well, his name was Wade in Deadpool. Uh, Maybe that's where it came from. I don't know. <coughs> but, yeah. I like the Bam It was good. All right, and my next one is the going back to the 90s. Wow. This is a step back in time. The 90s. Yes. I just went back to 1979, and yes. said this is a step back in time. Well, we're going back in time again to Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes. Good movie. The only problem with that movie, and... I, I, there might be some haters out there. I really don't care. But the only problem with that movie is they could have found somebody better to play. Gary Oldman? No. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That movie would have been so much better if Keanu Reeves wasn't in it. Oh, come on. Keanu yeah. Reeves and Gary Oldman and Dracula. Gary Oldman was perfect. And what's her name that was... Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder. I was trying to think Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. You know what I mean? <laughs> Actually, I thought about putting Beetlejuice on my on the list because that movie was it 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 was childish humor and but it was still horror. All I know is she was on Beetlejuice and she was on Dracula. And she's on Stranger Things now. Yes. So I got Dracula. What's your next one? My next one is, I remember watching this when I was little. This is actually my very first horror movie. Me and my dad used to watch the Alfred Hitchcock Hour. And the birds was the one. And that movie freaked me out. The birds? Yes. <clears throat> the birds. Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. So. That was nuts. Man, I mean, for real. Very, very. Oh, like birds mm -hmm. flying into people and like ripping out their eyeballs and stuff. And the man just crazy stuff. Okay. I'm trying to find... I can't remember that girl's name that was in... Christina Ricci. Yes, okay, Christina Ricci. All you had to do was ask. She was in uh, the new uh, Matrix film, too. And she was also Wednesday Addams. I mean... Yeah, and I, I can, couldn't... I see, can the thing is, I can remember them, but when I'm put on the spot, it's it's hard to remember all these actors and actresses that was in these movies, because your brain's trying to think of it, and you, it's right there on the end of your tongue, but you can't spit it out. My next one is Cursed. With Christina Ricci in it. It is another werewolf film. And it is more family friendly than Big Bad Wolf. It's got Joshua Black in it. And the kid that is like the new... Um, what was he? The... He was what? 
You don't know? He was the... He played... The... Um... My God. Superman villain. The crap. <laughs> Lex Luthor? Yeah, there you go. But we'll look it up here and see. Let's see. Jesse Eisenberg. Yes. Yes. That's Christina him. Ricci. Patrick Lucere. Milo. That's the that the Bo. wrestler guy, Bo. Yeah. Judy Greer's it. in it. Shannon Elizabeth. But Judy Greer's in a lot of stuff. <laughs> She's got bad skin and, and fat thighs. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. You. Yes. I've watched that movie one too many times. And, you know, fun fact about Curse was that's one of our first dates. Yep, it was a good movie. I like it. Um, But moving on. I, I mean, that movie is okay. It's not something that I can watch all the time. But if it, it, it pops up every once in a while, and I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, my next one is... The Exorcist. Good movie. Yes. Makes me want pea soup. <laughs> I know it does. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Um, Reagan. Oh. Little Reagan. Linda Blair. Little Reagan. Oh. She else. is... She is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? She's pretty severe looking in that movie. They did a heck of a job with her makeup. I mean, she's got the contacts in that makes her eyes look weird. She's got scars on her face. She's That was in 1973. They did a good job. For the time, absolutely. That's why it's like one of the, like... Scariest movies of all time. They yes. Say. And it's based on actual events, they claim. But I, I mean, I don't know. I've never really looked into that. I have. In the original uh, story behind it, it was not a girl. It was a little boy. And today, of course, they would say, well, he had mental illness. He wasn't. Well, possessed. I mean, if you want to get into technicalities like that, Freddie was actually based on somebody. It was so. based on a guy that lived on West Craven Street. And he scared the crap out of him. That's what he was basing the character off of. Also, the disease that killed all those, like, I, I don't remember. They were like, it's going to come out wrong, so I'm not going to say it. So We're off but, track. You was talking yeah. about The Exorcist. But, yeah. <clears throat> Good movie. Yeah, it was. I've, but Linda Blair, I have to give her props. One, she was so young in that movie. And two, she actually ended up breaking her back filming that movie because they basically had... On the violent up and down yeah, the bed scene? like it... Oh, I forget what she said, but I, I watched an interview about it and she said like it, it broke her back or broke her hips or something like that. She got broken somehow hmm. because it was they had her legs trapped like in something. And it was just going back and back. But, yeah, that angry thrash and stuff was pretty messed up. Man. I'm sure it was. 
my final one out of all of them and this is another movie that pretty much family friendly movie you could watch it with your kids it, it wouldn't be that bad maybe a little scary in places for little little kids the craft if you haven't seen it it's a witch movie definitely halloweeny very very halloweeny I wouldn't exactly call it a horror, more of a drama horror. I don't know. It's... I'd say it's more psychological. But these four girls, they form a coven, and one of them wants basically out of the coven, and the other three, you know, cast spells on her. It's it's not a bad movie. It's it's a good movie. Roaches and snakes. Yep. And my last one is iconic. For one reason and one reason only. What's that? The iconic shower scene. Oh. Psycho. Psycho with chocolate syrup in the bathtub. <laughs> yes. Another Alfred Hitchcock. Wonderful. Well, you like the TV series that, based on the movie. Yeah. Norton Bates Motel. Yeah. So. But I, that movie was incredibly creepy. <laughs> I saw the very first episode of the Bates Motel one time. And whenever mom got bent over the table and raped, I was like, okay, this isn't the show for me. But it got a whole lot better. So. Mom, it, but in this case, it wasn't, it wasn't mommy's fault. They changed that, but it's okay. But anyway, um, uh, you gotta give props to Psycho, because without it, the horror genre would not exist. Okay. And you gotta give props to the Monster Squad, because without it, we wouldn't have the Monster Squad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, but okay. <laughs> well, we would have never known that... Um, that little that, secret about Wolfman. Yeah, we will never know that. And kids today will never know because they won't watch it. It's too old. Just like kids today will never know how hot it is in these rhinos. <laughs> yep. But anyway, all right, guys, we're at the 46-minute mark, so we're going to end it. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel, D. Nicholson TV. And if you have no clue what we meant by checking out how hot it is in these rhinos, Google that. You will not be sorry. That's right. It is hot in these rhinos. <laughs> and it's also hot in the studio. All right. We'll see you next week. Later.